Hello, 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 and welcome back to our next episode of the Pez and Pork Show. Pez, I missed you. <laughs> How's it going? Going well, going well. So I'm glad to see you back home and safely return to our show. And uh, you, you look well rested and relaxed with the uh, how you feeling after the weekend games? Uh, they were weird. They were weird games, but yeah. personally, on the Seahawks, that Geno Smith, oh, so <laughs> mad, so mad. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the Seahawks have the team that uh, you know. Geno could take them to the playoffs. He could probably take them to a playoff victory. But that's about as far as that Seahawks team is going to go with them as QB. He, for me, it, we questioned last year we'd not seen him being able to finish. And then was it against the Rams he led a, a game-winning drive? I'm not going to put it all on Geno because I think Shane Waldron, the OC, either, I don't know, he's either dialing things up that Gino can't do, but three three attempts in the red zone and Gino just bottled every single one. Like, yeah. he's not gun shy to sling it for an interception in double coverage, thinking, like, what's he doing? But then when the game is genuine on the line, just throw the fucking ball. It's fourth down. It's fourth down. You're not getting another down, mate. Just throw the thing. Throw it. You mm. see something, just throw it and hope. DK's there. Throw it. Hope. Six foot odd. He's a giant. He might get his hand onto it. He might get a pass interference call. Do something. Yeah, I, I was Nothing. watching it on Red Zone. And on Red Zone, they kept showing clips of DK being a bit frustrated, being wide open, raising his shoulders and his hands up in the air, like, where's my ball? You know? Yeah. But, you know, the Bengals played a good game. Their defense is stout. So, their D line's really good. Um, they had a couple of bad games whilst Burrow was going thingy. But, yeah, watching that full game, um, the positives for me is watching that full game, Burrow doesn't look bothered by the calf anymore. But we just shut him down. Two drives, two touchdowns, then that was, that was it. If they yeah. didn't get the interception, what led to the field goal, I don't think they got any more points. Like, that defense is like, I'm really impressed. And it's just a shame. <laughs> it's an understatement. Well, you know, it would be tough to beat the Bengals anyway. The Bengals are a good team. So I think you should be proud as a Seahawks fan that you gave them all they could handle. You know, it was a nope. game that it would be an upset if they did win. So they played I think well. So, personally. I'd, be proud. I'd be proud as a Seahawks fan. That. I'm not, but that's for a totally different show because I could have you here for two hours talking about that game. So we'll leave that way. Johnny, what do we have on the trades here? Let me guess. Is MG? Oh, no, it's the Kirkwall Chargers. They're, and they are acquiring. Love <laughs> All right, we talked about him before. We even talked about Jared Goff. And... I think on the first or second episode, we talked about Cooper. But we have not talked about Justice Hill. So this is an interesting group. And what 
did he trade away, Johnny? Can we see? Fields and Adams. Interesting. Okay. And can we go back to see what? I, yeah, okay. So, Two and Mixon. I can't get in real close here to see the rosters. Let's Jerry see here. Judy. Logan Thomas. See, I get this. Kind of. I think. Looking at it, I don't. For him. He doesn't need fields. He's got Tua. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the roster like does have Johnny. Yeah, I like looking at this, it gives us better context. Yeah. See, for me, the thing what people forget about this league, what there's some people, when we very first spoke about rosters and stuff, so something that's playing out now is the guys who went for multiple tight ends are stealing points essentially for free because of the point system, what Johnny set out. So I understand the Logan Thomas. I understand the uh, acquiring Logan Thomas. I just don't think he's going to get you the consistency. Jared Goff can get it done. He's a good backup seeing as he's got Tua, but I'm worried about him against a decent defence. Um, because like the Bucks game, he struggled against a good defense, but it's just a shame that it's Baker Mayfield and he can't do nothing. So he is the backup, so it's not too bad. Amari Cooper should always have relevancy because he's kind of the only wide receiver in that group. And then Justice Hill, uh, I don't know. Well, it looked like he was the number one option in the game against Tennessee. I watched the whole game. They were really trying to feed it to Hill, it looked like. They did, so. but I, per, it's just personal preference, I think. I don't like any Ravens running back because, <laughs> because of Lamar. Because of Lamar, because when, <laughs> yeah. when, it comes, when it comes to the Ravens, when shit comes to bust, Lamar will run. He'll go default and he will just run. And it's like... You could, they're just so up and down to predict whether they're going to have a good game or not because of the Lamar factor. Um, I get why he was doing it, because if you look in his IR, he's lost Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Now, I don't Can know. The next roster, Johnny. The next page. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Pez. I don't know what he's done there, because this is my league. This is my division, sorry. Oh, okay. And I don't know... I think it's a great trade for both teams, actually. You know, I think... some depth. They did not need fields anyway. They get Goff in return. So, yeah, they had to give up Adams. But they get Cooper that's not going to be far behind in points per week. They get Logan Thomas, as you said, a tight end-driven league. And Justice Hill, you know, depth at the running back position that he needed. Yeah. I think this team, the Ravens team, I think it benefits them more. I can see why the other guy's got all the pieces because he's lost Justin Jefferson. And yeah. 
He's an absolute killer of a blow, but I don't know whether I would have... I know Devontae Adams has been a bit up and down, but I still don't know whether I would have got rid of Devontae Adams, especially to someone in my own division who's got Cup, Montgomery, Mark Andrews... Yeah. He just made the much stronger. He's got Nick, Nick Bolton in his IDP, who sometimes his two IDP players are literally like bloody wide receivers every single week. Like, I know Nick Bolton only got 11, 11.50 there, but he's normally like a 20-plus point player. Souls is other IDP. Like, eh. It's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. I can see why they both... I, I can see why they both do it. I just don't feel like if I, if I lost Justin Fields, I'd give away Devontae Adams. And sorry, Justin Jefferson. I won't give away these two pieces. Um, one minute. I'll get the division up and see what their you know, records are quickly, and then it might give us. If it was a dynasty league, I probably would not have done this. However, in a redraft in a league like ours, you have to make sudden changes in midseason. Uh, However, I do think the Ravens made their team stronger. Mm. You know, this is a this is a tough lineup. And he has Stafford, is. you know. And the Ra- Ravens is three and two, and the Kirkwall Chargers is one and four. So I get why he's done it because he's one and four. He kind of he needs to make something happen if he wants to make a late push. So. I would do the trade as well. I would make the yeah. trade on both sides, to be honest. I like it. I like it for both teams. How have they, how they done this week? I'd go with the Ravens. I'd go with the Ravens team. The Glen Roths, is it? Glen Roths Ravens. I'd go with his team because... Glen Roths. Glen Roths. Here he is. He gets very touchy <laughs> If you get the Scottish name wrong, I'm on there like a shot. Well, they are Fifers, it doesn't really count. But yeah. Yeah. I think Glenn Roth is a duty to beat the Edinburgh Thunderbirds who are bottom. Yeah. And uh, it looks like the Kirkwall Chargers are going to lose to the Vancouver Panthers. But then the, Kirk- the Kirkwall Chargers have scored more points than the Ravens. It's just they've been unlucky coming against higher teams. But they've got one, they're, they're over 1,000 points. So they're, they're doing the scoring wise well. Wow. Obviously, they're missing Jefferson. Yeah, they got a yeah. kicker that's making 17 points. That's nice. Wow. All right. Okay. So, let's, what do we got next, uh, Johnny? I think we've discussed the trade well here. So, we've been, we've been doing teams per week, and Johnny liked highlighting different teams that are playing well. So, this week, we're going to do the Niners. Uh, mm. In honor of Gary, our guest host last week, which did a great job filling in for you, Fez. Uh, I don't know if you caught the show when you had a break. So this week we got the Niners. I know we'll make you happy, Pez. (laughs) Of course. Of course, it is also an audio for the whole show because I can put it on iTunes and Spotify. So if you want to listen to it instead of seeing us, you can hear it. As a reminder, you can check it as audio only or video on YouTube or audio on Spotify and the Apple uh, Music Store. So, you know, what do you think? Or do you start every one of these every week? Would you, do you ever envision sitting Kittle 
or Ayuk ever. Arthur's got it right. Let's mention last night's. Let's just talk about last night's game. Let's just talk about that so we can laugh yeah. at him. He certainly did better than the Cowboys. Yeah. I, uh, I was quite pleased that Watson was on the bench and, uh, and, uh, the Browns still, uh, came out on top. Yeah. Were you, were you surprised as, or were you expecting him? Um, no, I thought the Browns would have given him a hard time, but, um, I, f- I still thought the Niners would have squeaked the win. Technically, they should have yeah, squeaked the I win, but totally they missed that. the field goal. Um, with these lot, like Christian McCaffrey, I don't think there's any point wasting our time talking about him. Not in a bad way, but it's like, what, what, what do you talk? I'm guessing Arthur's a Browns fan. Yes, <laughs> he yes. keeps popping up there. The match. Remember, he came on our first, uh, the first week. Huge Browns fan. So here's my question, yeah. actually, Pat. Because we know these are weekly starters. It's not a difficult decision, right? So my better my question that I would like, do you trust McCaffrey not to get hurt? If someone gave you a trade offer for Christian McCaffrey and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, all I have to do is give up a running back and a wide receiver that are running back two and a wide receiver two for Christian McCaffrey. Would you do it? Would you trade for Debo? Is Debo worth trading for? Or is he too no. inconsistent on a week-by-week basis? Too inconsistent on a week-by-week basis. So, for me, Christian McCaffrey is who Christian McCaffrey is. Like, I don't think we need to waste much time on him. Um, he did get injured last night. I've not actually seen how bad it is. Yeah. But um, I think with Christian McCaffrey, you mentioned injuries. I think it's just an old narrative that people people need to get away from with him. Like running backs get injured. Like it is just what it is. But he is who he is, and he's proved it one and a half seasons since being at the Niners. That it'd be interesting if I put it this way: if Christian McCaffrey can't play next week, depending who they're playing, if it's like a decent enough team, if Christian McCaffrey can't play next week. I'll pay attention to that game because I'll be very interested to see how Brock Brock Purdy plays because I've always had a little thing of, is he as good as what we're seeing or is it because Christian McCaffrey is probably the greatest ever release valve or safety valve, should we say, for a quarterback? Um, That's what I'd say on McCaffrey. When it comes to Debo and Ayuk, for me, I'd rather have Ayuk than Debo. Same here. Yeah. Like I like Debo. I like Debo. He's not someone that I don't like, but uh, I just think Brandon uh, Ayuk is more consistent on a week by week basis. If you can plug him in, he's going to give you thirteen to sixteen every week. Debo is he's more a... bust. <laughs> Debo will I... give you thirty five one week and five the next two weeks. Yeah. Oh, I have him in so many in so many teams. Like uh, I fucking know that. Pain. I have him in my Auckland Bowl team, and every week I end up losing because a guy gets injured early, and this week it was that idiot. Like, honestly, he stresses me out so much. Yeah, but I don't have the difference between these two is Ayuk's like an out-and-out wide receiver. Debo's like a gadget guy. 
Now, the issue is he complained and kicked off after his great fantasy season. He was like, no, no, I want to be paid as a wide receiver. I only want to play wide receiver. And that's ever since he said that and that's happened, it seems to have just proper, like properly in fantasy terms, properly stunted his performances. And Christian McCaffrey coming has re- it's hurt Debo more than his Ayuk. Like since CMC turned up, Ayuk's gone like levels gone up. Debo because Debo kind of plays the Christian McCaffrey role in a way. Mm. Whereas yes, he's a safety valve. They didn't have a solid running back because of the injuries, right? The running back injuries, and Debo stepped yeah. up and. Uh, had a great season. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. And we talked about Kittle two weeks ago. So I think uh, we don't need to, to, to really discuss this too much longer. I do find it interesting about Purdy. He, uh, yeah, I would like to see how he plays without CMC. You're right. All right, what do we got next, Johnny? What's our next segment? I'll just say quickly on that, Yeah. just pay attention to if Debo's out, for a long period of time. We saw it last year. When one of them goes out, Kittle normally comes in and slots in and then normally ends up getting more work. So if CMC and Debo are both banged up and just say it's like a late week game time decision on, say, CMC and Debo's out, I'd probably, I'd probably play Kittle. Just because yeah. in that scenario, normally Kittle becomes the main focus. And, and, and the, the, the Debo and CMC owners will be playing with fire next week because it's a Monday night game. If it's a game time Ooh. decision or game day decision, are you going to play <laughs> those guys hoping that uh, they do play or are you going to bench them? Yeah, game time. It depends. It depends. It's. Yeah, it depends on the severity of the injury. It gives them more time to maybe get back. But then, like you said, you just never know, do you? Against the Vikings, no. be an interesting one. So I came up with this because it is the actual second week of the bye week, Pez. And I'm having okay. to fill in roster spots. And every time I fill it in with someone like Robert Woods, I'm thinking, am I going to have hope? Is he going to score 10-plus points for me this week? Or is it hopeless and he's going to be well below 10? So the hope is, do you, do, you, do you have hope that this guy that you're putting in because of the bye week will get you 10 points and be a nice, solid plug-in player? Or is this guy hopeless? Now, I kind of scrounged around and got some interesting guys to talk about, I think. And who do we have first, Johnny? Kenny? Pick it. Now, QBs are obviously different. So, is it hopeful that he will get you 20-plus points? Or is it hopeless he's never going to get you 20 during these bye weeks as he, as your backup QB? Um, it's so, I think it's got to be hopeless, hasn't it? He's just... He's done it once against the Raiders... He's, he's not too far off with the others, but like when you t- like you said, when you're talking about a filling and your guys like a Hertz, a Tua, or something like that, who's like normally getting you twenty plus points, 
yeah, you're not. You're kind of hoping around the 15 range. That's like the, I reckon, the ceiling with this guy. Anything above that, then he's yeah. excelled. Yeah, I think that this guy is actually going to be a solid starter. That uh, I'm not sure he's ever going to be a solid fantasy guy. If you get, mm. yeah, yeah, I think I think this I think he fits exactly what the Steelers want him to be, but he doesn't yeah. have that big playability quite yet. And uh, yeah, no. I think it's hopeless. I have Pickett on a few teams, and he's made me cry a few times. <laughs> I think you're right, John. I think Pickett is hopeless. If you're banking on 20 from Pickett, uh, you're banking in the wrong no branch. Yeah, yeah, no chance. The bank of Pickett is closed. Who we got next? Sam Howell, which actually had a very solid game. Uh, I would take that as a starter for my team. He wasn't flashy, but he played solidly, I thought. Had you know, a good good uh, decisions throughout the game. If you're having to put in Sam Howell as your backup replacement during the bye weeks, how are you feeling? Are you feeling hope? Or are you feeling hopeless? Uh, hope. I'd take him over yeah. Pickett because I just quickly through his games, for his first six weeks, he's had 17.9, 25.8, three against uh, the Bills, 24.4, 36.4, and then another 24.5. Yeah. Number 11 QB in our in that would have, Bowl. In the Warrior Bowl, Johnny, that would have more than likely been that Buffalo game where he was horrendous. But them stats aren't bad. Like, you've got to be confident. Like, yeah. In, the, in these next two weeks, if you look at it, in these next two weeks, he's got the Giants and the Eagles who are favourable matchups, and he does well in them. But then you're going going into a stretch of the uh, the Patriots, the Seahawks. Then I, I think he'll have a bad game in them two. Then the Giants again. Then he'll have a bad game against Dallas. But then his stretch is one for further down the line in the playoffs, depending when your playoffs are run. His stretch around the playoff time is Miami, a bye, the Rams, the Jets. Well, I think looking on sleeper here, they're saying that the Jets is a favourable matchup, but I, I I don't think they are. I don't know why they've even don't think they got that. So there's games there, like you said. He, he, right now, the Jets are down their top two uh, CBs, I think. Right. Yeah, I think D- DJ Reed and Sauce, they're both. Yeah, they're both, they yeah. were both out. Um, but yeah, definitely in a spot start. I think it will be game dependent with him. But if if the matchups are like a Miami game or something like that, where there's all going to be garbage time and he's going to have to throw like heavily and stuff, definitely it, could it, get you them points. I think it could be a shootout against the Giants. I think, yeah, garbage time or, you know, catching up time against the Dolphins. I think, yeah, if you have Howell, I, I, I'd be very happy to have Howell as my backup at this point. Yep. Yeah. All right, who we got next, Johnny? Antonio Gibson. I didn't mean to have another Redskin player, but Gibson scored a touchdown yesterday, which made me think, you know, <laughs> hey, 
Am I going to plug in Gibson hoping for 10-plus points as my bi-week replacement? And be like, yeah, I got Gibson. I'm excited. How are you feeling if you're starting Gibson? Hopeful or hopeless? Just If you've got to start Gibson as a replacement during your bye week, just have a sick bucket next year and hope for the best. That's what I say. (laughs) Dangerous. I've got in in a few leagues, two or three leagues only. And, uh, yeah, poor Gibson. So many people, you know, I remember two years ago, three years ago, people were talking about Gibson was going to be the next Barkley. He's just going to break out, break out. And he, he's really not done anything during his time. Quite disappointing, actually. Yeah, I just don't think he has it. Well, mm-hmm. When people say, I just don't think he has it kind of thing. Like Brian Robinson's come along and he's just, just took him over, kind of. Yeah, Robinson looks, I like Robinson. He looks solid. He looks comfortable. Steady player, steady points. Yeah, I, I'm with you here as well, Pez. I'm a bit uh, hopeless on this. Uh, I don't think uh, I would feel very confident in my Gibson no. backup if this Not was my only choice. Yeah, who do we have next, Johnny? <laughs> Just for you. If I'm having Charbonneau, a little Merlot, or Charbonnet, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Charbonnet. Yeah, with my Cabernet. Are you feeling he, hopeful if Zach is your bye week running back? No. It hmm. it's so like I'm a massive Ken Walker fan, so but taking my bias to your part, like it I've liked what I've seen from him before the bye week in them last couple of games. But like last night's game, we just didn't we didn't like utilize him at all. I don't know whether the the D line of the Bengals was just that solid, but it's like he was hardly on the field. Um, what is concerning, seeing as he showed good progression to then go back a couple of steps, I don't think you can rely on him at all. Now, Ken gets injured. I think. I think if Ken gets injured and then he gets more volume, then I think he could probably get you the points. But, yeah, at the moment, I don't think you can go anywhere near him. Just anywhere near him. If you were in a dynasty league, would you trade a first-round draft choice for this guy? No, but if I was in a dynasty league, and if you're in a dynasty league and you could get him... For less than a first, I'd definitely try and acquire him, but I wouldn't spend a first on him. Not a chance. Two seconds. No. Two seconds. No. He's not shown enough. Like, the the talent's there, but the thing, the issue is he's shown flashes, but he's not shown enough consistency, and that's the issue for him, is he's got Ken Walker in front of him, who, in my opinion, is an elite running back. Like, I said it when we drafted him, I feel sorry for him as a player because I don't think he's going to truly get to show, you know, his full potential in our team right. unless Ken gets injured. Um, and I think it was stupid on our team for picking him up because at that 
draft spot. Yeah, we could have maybe picked some second round pick, right? Yeah. You know, Seattle has drafted well through the years, actually. When I I believe that, I think uh, Schneider's done an amazing job putting together a team for Carroll. But they have struck out on running backs almost every single draft. It was shocking to see them draft this guy in the second round. And then they never use him. Carroll knows something that we don't know. The thing is, he's a really good running back. And that's the issue. If anything, he's a great pickup. It is a great pickup. But the issue is, we have Ken Walker. Like, so if anything, we've got the spoils of riches because Ken's not getting injured. What's not giving Zach enough playing time because you're not bench after what Ken did last year and what he's shown this year, you're not benching Ken Walker. Like, Ken, like, I've said it in the Seahawks podcast I do. Like, Ken Walker is the better running back. He just is. Zach brings a different element to the game. But, yeah. Not to get off on too much off topic, really. Like, I'd say it's hopeless. I like that. I like that. That was some good insight from a Seahawks fan. And I tend to agree with you. I would also be hopeless. I would would expect three to five points at most from this guy on a weekly basis. I'd, I'd say I'd say more I'd say more five to ten. He's a five to ten range okay. guy. Okay. Um, yeah. But it could be if you're not a Seahawks fan, yeah. but yeah. you see Ken Walker get banged up, I'd go and grab him as quickly as you possibly could. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That'd be my All advice. Right, Johnny, in the dynasty, that? try and steal him cheap. Guy more. Are you guy. feeling hopeful or hopeless with this guy? Hopeless. I'm with Hopeless. you. I don't need to talk about it. I'm, I'm, nope. You know, it's amazing how Mahomes, you never know who he's going to go with week to week. You know, and, uh, and it's certainly but not this I, guy, apparently. I feel like, when's the Chiefs bye week? If anyone knows off the, off the top of their head quickly. I'll get it up here. Week 10. When's their bye week? Week 10. I reckon... By the time week 10 comes and they have a week, you know, to process all their wide receiver data, after week 10, we're going to know who the wide receiver one is. And personally, I think it's going to be Rashi Rice. Yeah. He does well He does more be. when he's targeted. He started to get targeted more. Um, I think his snap percentage isn't great. It's a bit up and down all over the place. But that just, to me, shows how good he could be as a wide receiver if he was just put as the one um, and got more snaps, more targets. Because every time he gets targeted, he's doing something with it. Like so, Sky Moore. No, I just he's a bit part. Like I, I'd rather go Rushy Rice, but I think a lot of people have picked Rushy Rice up. So I wouldn't like to go anywhere near Sky Moore personally. Yeah, me neither. I'm hopeless on this guy. I'm with you. All right, Johnny, who do we have next? We got to get – oh, ho, ho. Cortland Sutton, the guy that tears leagues apart. Some people oh, guy. The first. People won't pay a third. And when he's thrown in trades, people just don't like it one way or the other. How do you feel about Cortland? 
Do you know Boy, what? Do you know what? It's just it's it's not been too bad. So like when you think about a spot start for a bye week, what what are you realistically looking for in a spot start for a bye week? You you're looking anywhere between fifteen plus points, aren't you? Really, for this? Yeah, you know if I can get for, ten for a from a guy, you know. Because usually these because are going to be like wide receiver five, wide receiver six. Exactly. You know, <laughs> they're pretty. But then, if I read his points, if I read his points off to you, fourteen point seven, fourteen point three, twenty point six, twelve point four, three, sixteen point one. So if okay. now we're talking about a spot start. That's not a bad spot 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 start, but. We all have memories, and we all know what he can do to you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, so he's he's one of them guys. You just know you're staring at him, and you go, he's not getting two bad points like as a flex. But I know yeah. that week I start him, he's going to get three points. <laughs> so you, know- <laughs> you never know what Russell Wilson is going to do. I sent out a trade with a guy for a first round pick. I have. Wilson, and I wanted to trade him. And he was ranked like number eight in the league. And I'm thinking, oh, this guy needs a QB. And, of course, he goes out Thursday night, the night that I give out the trade offer, and just stinks it up. I'm not, I don't think I can even get a third-round draft choice with the guy now. Oh, uh, man. But- danger, Wilson. Danger to start. Man. Do you know what's, right, do you know what's interesting? Just – do, do, do you know what's interesting on uh, Rusto? Like he's in total. I think it's total yards on the season. He's ranked twelfth. Okay. So there is an argument. Russ can get it done. So in the yeah. context of hope or hopeless, I'm stupidly going to say there's hope that Cortland Sutton couldn't destroy your week by playing him. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I would say I, I would be hopeful. That with a bit of, you know, stomach acid. <laughs> <laughs> with a sick bucket. With a sick yeah. bucket. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I would need to, to look away as I do it. Tyler yeah. Higby, this guy drives me crazy, man. Oh. He looks like he's going to break out every season, and then he just turns into this 15 to 16 tight end rank mediocrity. And I don't understand how the Chargers don't have a top-notch, high-scoring, top-five tight end with Herbert. I don't understand it. How are you feeling with this guy if he's your bye starter? Um, hopeless. I, I, he's he's just a blocker now. Like, Atwell, Puka Nakua... And Cooper Cup, he's not got a he's not got a hoping prayers chance of getting any consistency. He literally is just the extra blocker on the line now. That is his role, unfortunately. He might have the odd odd game here and there, but whilst them three are all healthy and on the field, um, yeah, no, I will. I'm hopeless. I would not like to play him. Well, I'm with you, and I think that's our last one, Johnny. Is that our last one? I'm feeling hopeless as well, even though... Ah! QB rankings. This might take 
<laughs> I'll try to zip through these. So let's just look at the point totals first for each ranking, and then we'll go back and kind of give our thoughts, okay? So, Johnny, who do we have? So here we have Mahomes getting the second most first place points. Allen has the highest first place points, and Hertz comes in with the only one, uh, the only other QB that received first place uh, votes. And you can see at the bottom, Allen received eight, Mahomes seven, and Hertz five. All right, who do we have in the next slide here for the second? Here you can see QB two. These players all received QB2 votes. And here you can see Allen received eight. Again, Hertz, seven. Mahomes, two. Tagaviola and Purdy each received one vote. And who do we have in the next uh, slide here, Johnny? Each of these received QB3 votes. Again, this is for redraft leagues. Okay, so you only need the QB for one season. Mahomes got eight, Allen four, Hertz two, Jackson makes an appearance with Tagaviola, and who do we have for QB four? So here you can see Kirk Cousins makes an appearance, and Herbert makes an appearance. All right, and let's see QB five. Goff, wow. So Goff has and Burrow has been added so basically it looks like mahomes would be the solid number one choice for most players with allen as a number two hertz is number three with four and five being a you know a toss-up perhaps well probably tua at number four and it looks like maybe a toss-up of herbert and jackson at number five what are you thinking pez in a redraft this is pure. This is it, how I look at this with how people have voted. I'm just having a quick look through. They, to me, this is just pure recency bias on yeah. their picking because I read it as Allen will be number one, and that's right because he's number one. He's the number one QB at the moment in point scoring. Mahomes is getting back up there slowly. He's fourth, but. I think Herbert, with the way he's playing at the moment, let me just get the thing up. I think <coughs> Herbert probably should be higher, really. Um, this is a redraft. Yeah. So currently, Herbert in the Orkney Bowl is QB 13. Yeah, so I'm looking at it now. It's, it goes Alan Hurts, Tua, Mahomes, Goff, Cousins... Uh, Russell Wilson, your, Lamar does Jackson. Does have a different scoring than ours? In my league, the the Orkney Bowl League, we have Mahomes with 568, Allen with 557, and then Hertz with 540, Jackson with 524, and Burrow with 509. I, I was looking. I'm on the Orkney Bowl ones here now. Um, this might just be, you know, overall fantasy rankings, not okay. in the... Or just in the Orkney Bowl specific. Ah, okay. Yeah, I can't say that word. Ah, but, I was looking at. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I was looking yeah, at. So, I apologize. Ah, 
Yeah. So I, stats, I, I've got yeah, a couple. Allen, Allen got, at 193, Hurts 190, Tua 181, Mahomes 171, and then God, yeah. 164. Yeah. I, okay. So I get I, I get where people are coming from with it. I just feel like um, there you go, Johnny. Thank you. I feel like Alan, yeah, number one, definitely. Um, I think Tua should be higher in the ranking. Um, and Herbert, the thing with Herbert, with recent, like the recency bias and the, why he's dropped so long, you've got to remember he's dropped down to 14, but all them other quarterbacks who are above him have all played an extra game. Mm. So don't oh, yeah. forget that. I think Herbert should be higher. Because as I think Johnny is doing now, I think he's looking yeah. before you know, the bye. My top five, I had Mahomes number one. I'm, I'm going to put Mahomes because he's always very consistent. Allen was number two for me. And then I believe I had Hertz as number three. Tua at number four. And I had uh, Jackson at number five, is what my list, mm-hmm. in the redraft. In the redraft, and, I'd go the same. It is The top three can really, the top three are Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, whichever way you want to spin, spin them right. around. So I do agree with that. Um, you can't really argue in any order you put them. Really, they're just in their own little t- tier. And then I'd say Herbert, for me, Herbert Tua and I'd what say for me, about? it's like, yeah, it's Herbert and Tua for me um, yeah, at, yeah. at this moment in time. Uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I think, you know... You, you can't, if in a redraft league, you can't go wrong with those five. And I'm going yeah. to eat crow on this. I, I, I told Craig, if you remember our first episode with Craig, I said, I think Jackson owners are going to regret it. And Craig doesn't seem to be too happy in the group chat. But Jackson <laughs> has been, you know, balling out, man. I think he's been playing well this season. But I don't know. Where is he ranking in the overall scoring? <laughs> Probably. Number seven, I guess, something like that. Yeah, I think he's at seven. Uh, number six. Number six. Yeah, he, I mean that's solid. I'm, I've been wrong on that. I was wrong. Yeah, Jackson is solid. Yeah, true. So Johnny, he's like, thirty-three, thirty-two. Uh, Let's see if they've changed any in the I, dynasty league. I think with uh, Lamar as well. I think people get like sometimes leave fantasy brain. And watch the Ravens and how much they're struggling, and like kind of lump him in it because he isn't be, he isn't been doing too bad. And I kind of do I've kind of done that myself to be honest, but he has had some decent scores to be fair. Wow, this is interesting. Right. See these numbers, Mahomes in a dynasty by far. It's not even close, is it? I'd right? agree with that. And mine in the dynasty, I had Mahomes number one, right? And then I had Allen, number two. <laughs> I mean, almost the exact same. Hertz was number three. No, no, I think I had, yeah, Tua, number three in Dynasty. Hertz as number four. And I put Burrow 
as number five. I changed Jackson for Burrow in Dynasty because I think Burrow is not going to be that, injured. That one Purdy vote on the QB1 for Dynasty is definitely a Niners fan. No one else would put that except for a Niners fan. Because that is ludicrous. Wow, these numbers are so much different than the redraft. We got Tua as a number two QB. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, he's lighting it up. And he's got young talent all around him. Actually, the person who voted for Purdy as a QB1 was Batch five. That's a Browns fan. Catch? Is that the Browns? Is that Batch? Is that Arthur? Yeah. Arthur is a Browns fan. He had Purdy at number two. That's horrendous. But yeah, so here you have obviously eight for Allen, four for Hart, three for Barrow. I can see it because he's with a young team. He's young. Shanahan is not going anywhere. Purdy could be a top five QB for years. Stop it, Pork. Stop it. We're not talking about it. I don't. I, I, I still. I just can't buy it. I'm not talking about it. I'm not engaging in that All conversation. Right, let me get Richardson. Richardson makes the top five. Wow. How many votes did Richardson no, get? One vote. QB, QB, QB three. Mister Glass yeah. himself has made QB three. Wow, that's someone loves Richardson. I can see it. I mean, I don't blame him. I can see it. Before the shoulder. Yeah, before the shoulder, he's looking. He was looking good. Yeah, yeah, he looked like he was going to just take the league by storm, rookie of the year. Well, technically, you got two made up last year because you got two as well. Yeah. So we have two what? Two players made up last, Richardson and Tua. Yeah, two is holding up all right. He's put some beef on. We're all good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a dog. I traded for him yesterday morning in my home league. I was half expecting him to get injured last night. But luckily, he stayed healthy. So. Yeah, I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I'm not a Dolphins hater either. They're just, okay, they're the Dolphins. But yeah. I am a Tua fan, and he makes me want to be and pull for the Dolphins. They're an exciting team. Exciting team. Well, here's I like a, here's an interesting, well. some interesting names at four. Stroud. I do yeah, like that right. because I feel yeah. in Dynasty, I feel like Stroud with the Wait, base of that team they've made. Lamar? What was that? Oh, yeah. The Jack- <laughs> the and Lamar the runner? I saw Tua. I saw Tua and Tunga Vailoa on two. <laughs> Split personalities. What is the oh, answer, man. Tua? One in the tag of Iola is the healthy Tua. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting, though. So, no, don't. Although, then you, so many people, but Tua, Tua of Iola. Yeah, I've been Tua. I, I was going through them all because some people put Lamar, some people put Jackson. I, I think we so, got a few people out there that know how to use Excel to create spreadsheets that we can just enter in the number point totals. And it will give the rankings a lot easier than this. But yeah, this is good. I like this. I like seeing the the breakdown. Who do we got at number five? Well, t- Johnny. I can do it different next week, but I didn't really really know what you wanted to done. So Yeah, this is great. I, actually I kinda like this. I love seeing how it changes. Fields. 
Wow, somebody put Fields in a top five dynasty QB. Hard to say again. I'm, Who I'm, is that? Do you know what's do you know what's crazy? You do this at the start of the year for Dynasty and Fields is one two for Dynasty. Much higher. Much higher, yeah. And you, you can see it's interesting though because you can see people's voting and it, it's the recency bias where some of these numbers are coming from. With Fields not doing so well recently, so he's dropped right down. But really, at the start of the year, he was like top two dynasty. Herbert would have been a lot higher. I, well, I thought in dynasty, Herbert would have been a lot higher. Um, two of them would have been a lot higher. Um, Burrow, like Burrow's yeah. only recently got mentioned, but that's because of the injury. Before the start of the season. Injury. Yeah, before the start of the season, you're putting him in dynasty. That. Well, it's great. It I is mean, great to see people's yeah. to see how it all changes after uh, like, I think six games. If you saw in the chat, though, there was a lot of confusion over which way they were supposed to be voting. Like I, I voted on what I thought was how they're doing so far in the Orkney League when it came to the redraft. Yeah, you, you not, could, yeah, not who I would normally pick really. from I a mean, start. So that's why I think they get the so many different. Hmm. Yeah. Like I at definitely think Right? Uh huh. Yeah. But there were it, 11 different QBs ranked as a top five guy in Dynasty. Yeah? Because here we don't have Allen or Mahomes. Of course, they're not going to be top five as a top uh, number five vote, right? So we got I'm nine so guys surprised. here plus Allen plus Mahomes. I'm so surprised Hurts is on this list. On five, yeah, I thought he'd been high. Oh, 12, yeah, there's Lawrence. Lawrence isn't, he, he had some top three votes. So there's 12 QBs, 12 separate QBs. That's a good thing, actually. It's, it makes it, things exciting. It is interesting, though, to see people's opinions because I, I personally would have thought Hertz wouldn't have got a vote at QB5 because he'd be a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Jackson would have been a lot higher. Tua would have been higher. Herbert would have been higher. And then the the fields, you understand it because recency bias, fields should be four or five because he's only just started showing it. I like to see Stroud at QB4, QB5 because he's showing enough at the moment, but he needs to prove he got the longevity for Dynasty. Richardson's starting to get more there, but that's probably because of the injury if... He didn't get injured. Richardson in Dynasty would be a lot higher just because he's shown us everything we wanted to see—the running, the passing, like you know, the points. And then Purdy. It's interesting that Pur- Purdy's that one guy who's had one vote scattered around. So it's like no one truly. I think, for me, that shows me that I think everyone's a bit on the fence with Purdy still. I don't think anyone's, unless you're a Niners fan, has been purdy-pilled to believe in he's great because he's not had, I don't think he's had more than one vote on any page. So, for a QB5, the amount of votes... Yeah, the amount of votes Bora's got QB5 is quite, well, is quite interesting. Purdy got... Party got two votes in the redraft for a redraft five. So, but yeah, nothing more than that, to be honest. He's consistent. 
Yeah, I can, I can see it. He is consistent. He is consistent. Um, but it is interesting. It's interesting to see where people's heads are at. Yeah, this is I, – I like this. I like this. I, I think uh, this is something that we can do more often. I think we're going to do – what position should we do for next uh, – Well, next I'll, I'll set up a sheet probably well, later on tomorrow for running back. I think yeah, wide receiver back. could be our last one, right? So what, running yeah, back so and tight end. We'll do running back. And what we're going to do is what uh, Kelly said earlier on is – I'll not do it quite the same way. I'll just do it. You list your one to five in each court like section, and then there'll be a point system. So it'll be five points for number one, four points for number two, and then that we will find out the average points over who's the yeah, top. Whoever has the highest Excuse point me. total will be number I one. I can still I can still do the thing that is for a bit of a laugh, so we can see it. Yeah. So we'll have a separate one for. So I'll have two. We'll have a graph so we can see how people voted, mm. like that. But I'll also do the chart so you can see who's. Yeah. Number one overall uh, points wise. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's perfect. But right. I'll start I'll start that up tonight and I'll have it in by if I get the results in by Saturday, then I'll count that up on Sunday. All right, yeah. I, I think this is really gives me some insight on some other leagues and what people might be thinking yeah. about QVs. Yeah. Surprise Lawrence wasn't a fire. All right. I think we have our picks coming up and I'm just gonna be honest, I haven't even looked at the next Sunday game. I wouldn't if I was you either. Show the score or the spreadsheets when we get there. So Monday night football, well, I'm taking the Cowboys all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. I've had you have to look the score. Every one of us, every one of us bet for the 49ers last week and the loss. Every time we all agree on the same team, I don't think it ever actually comes in, apart from once. Did we all agree we all lose so far? Well, apart, apart from one time, because we all went to 49ers last week, apart from the guests, I think. But, yeah, it's not pretty. Oh, my. But, and, obviously, we went to Giants the first week. Oh, my, yeah. Right, I'm taking the Cowboys. But, you I'm know, taking the Chargers. Chargers. Moore, Chargers. Chargers playing at home. But, you know, you have the Chargers of the, of the NFC or the AFC playing – the Cowboys of the AFC. They're both going to try their best to throw the game away in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as the Cowboys... As long as the Cowboys D doesn't get more than 12 points, I'll be happy. <laughs> with whatever way around. Well, I've, I've, won, I've won my game this week, so I'm not really caring, so... <laughs> So who do you have here, Johnny? I'm going for the Chargers. You're 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 going Chargers. Taz, who are you going for? Chargers. All right, so I'm on my own. Look at that, Luke has Dua. Wow, Luke, I'm surprised you have Dua at number four. I thought you'd have him up. Wow, you have him below AR. Aaron Rodgers at number three in a dynasty. What? No, I'm. I need Richardson. God, what have you been drinking? Bloody hell. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just messing with you guys. Yeah. All right. right. So we have our locks of the week. If you got the point spreads there, Johnny, that would help me oh. uh, tremendously. 
Uh, I've got it on my phone, but I don't have it. I can screen. Right, I can get. This, I'll get him from the score here. Hang on. Right, I'll I'll, I'll go first. There's a lot. Right. There's a lot of close ones. Yeah, there's some hard ones this week. I'll go first whilst Pork has a look. Um, I'm gonna go. It's a, it's a dangerous one, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of that Ravens team, but that defence is looking... Oh, I don't know. I do know what, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to say my lock is the Lions to beat the Ravens. So, so was I, but that was going to be my underdog because the Ravens are favourites. The Ravens favourites. Yeah, the Ravens favourites. All right, I'll take the Yeah, I'll take the black. Yeah, that's that's my underdog. Yeah, that's my underdog. That's my underdog. That's got that's my underdog as well. To be honest, because yeah, they're just too good for the Ravens. What was the max um, spread we said? We weren't allowed to go seven and a half. Eight flat. Bastard. That's gonna go see all again. Seahawks are eight on this one. No, oh, on mine they're minus eight and a half. Well, on the score, it's agreed to do their eight against the Cardinals. Okay, I'm, I'm ready for my lock. My lock. But well, you're not allowed to lock your own team, though. Oh yeah, That's right. Uh, it's fine. I've got my new lock. I, I pivoted. We're good. We're good. Go on. My lock are the Niners over the. Vikings. I'm I'm taking the Niners on the road over the Vikings next week as my lock. What's the what's the spread in that? Because I can't see them on seven. There. Minus seven. Seven. Yeah, Vikings plus seven because they're, if it was at home, it'd be too too much. But I'm taking the Niners, and I'm going even though they they got beat, they showed weakness. I'm going with even if they miss McCaffrey and Debo, they're still going to win. I'll take the Niners well, as my lock. I'll take the Seahawks in because I'm not a Seahawks fan. Uh, I'm not a Niners fan at all. I, you, you know the Cowboys and the Niners hate each other. So um, I'm going to take the Bucks against the Falcons. The Bucks Man, is your lock. Wow. At home, yeah. favorites two and a half. I like it. Yeah, I was doing your spreadsheet best for the lock of the week and all that. And looking back in the videos, me and you didn't actually put a lock on the first week. Did we not? So, no. Uh, uh, Pez did, and I guess, but not me and Kelly. All oh, right. Looking back at the videos. So. But Kelly's underdog, Seattle, this week was the first time we'd actually not got it right this year. You've, you've not got an underdog right all year? No, Seahawks. Seahawks was the first one he's not got right. He's got he had the oh. Lions week one, Steelers week two, Ravens week three, Steelers week four, uh, week five, missing minus week three. But he had the Seahawks yesterday. So that's the first one. You want Kelly? Yeah, making your Seahawks. Make You're trying to jinx me. Jenny's on it as well. He's trying to pick the Seahawks so they lose against the can't the U two man. <laughs> right, I'm picking well, the Giants. Where are they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to lose anyway. So you know, the Giants are not going to be favoured. <laughs> you know, I really... 
Right. So yeah. who's your lock, Johnny? My my right. lock was my lock was the Seahawks because obviously they're not. They're right. I, so I am going underdogs. to take Luke's team. I'm taking the Dolphins as my underdog team of the week. They are going to beat the Eagles. The Eagles are going to lose two in a row, and everyone is going to be asking the question next Monday: What's wrong with the Eagles? Well, I, I almost did go for the Dolphins, but the Lions. I'm going. They're just they're just so complete at the moment. So. Uh, yeah, let's get back on Lions track for me Tua. as well. Salty Tua. The Lions is a very, I think that's a very good choice. But I'm, I'm going out. I want, I hate the Eagles. I'll be pulling for the Dolphins. Yeah, I like and it. And then two Lions. So I do feel sorry for the 49ers fans because the lock of the week so far for Kelly, he's only had one right. I think that was the Eagles in week five. <laughs> Pettis had two. He had the Commanders week one and Jaguars week four. Yeah. I had three. I had the 49ers week two, Chargers week four, and uh, 49ers week five. And the underdog, this is Porks, had four. They got the first four right. Pettis has got two, and I've got two. Uh, and for the Monday night foot, the Monday stroke Sunday night football, we've all had three. And the Maybe week, the same. Nine, week nine, we'll have our cumulative total. We'll see how we're doing. We'll put the yeah. total wins and losses, our record up there. Yeah. So you've got- All right, guys. This was uh, a great episode. I apologize. I skipped through some of the uh, segments a little quicker because I was trying to get to one hour. I know everyone has things to do, and it is starting to get a little late here. I appreciate it. As always, Pez, you're a rock star. And I, I really... Uh, Loved some of your insights today, especially about Charbonnet or Charbonnet, Charbonnet, however you say it, uh, and Walker as a Seahawks fan. And uh, Arthur, yeah, Browns versus the Niners. Great game, Arthur. So, so we'll put, Arthur, we'll put, the Chargers. Well, we put Arthur Arthur's pick down as a game. my Cowboys, Arthur. Really? Yeah. Get off. Get off us down there as well. He can join in. He can. He can be the guest. Yeah. The first one up becomes the guest pick. Yeah, so actually, this is, the, this is the first week that we haven't all agreed on a Monday night, Sunday night football. Mm. Because somebody's gone for the cowgirls. And Johnny, I ah. know that uh, you don't uh, make a lot of appearances in our uh, show here, but I know how much work you put in behind the scenes. You probably put in more work than any of us. I'm, actually, I know you do. And I'm sure everyone appreciates that. Thank you, sir. Oh, no, well, yep. I quite enjoy it. Like I say, the audio, the audio will be out in a couple of hours, and then I'll probably, hopefully tonight, get them broken up into sections and get them all posted. If not, it'll be tomorrow. All right. Perfect. And for that, everyone, see you next week. Bye-bye. See you next see week. Next week. Bye, Bye. Bye.